podcast my name is Ari this is Robert the Red Sox are playing a little better um but still not great uh how's it going Bobby it's not going too too bad I may or may not have just woken up 20 30 minutes ago I don't want to talk about it I hope I look at least like I care about my appearance how about you I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We had that three game winning streak. Season season high three game winning streak. Let's keep Ooh. it going. I think. Yeah. Don't did we have a four game winning streak somewhere nope. in there? Nope. No, we're not we, that good. No, nope, we're not. We that only good. get three. We and only get God three. only says three. Ah uh, 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 You no. We had to lose that fourth game. We're like, okay, if you do no. that, you if you win four, not okay. Oh, can't happen. Three, three's fine. Four will kill you. But. <laughs> <laughs> So, like you said, welcome to the Pesky Poll Podcast. We're not going to waste your time. We're going to get right into it. YouTube, you get to see our beautiful faces as every week. I hope I look up to my normal beautiful standards. So, if you guys... Wow. (laughs) So, if you guys do like this kind of thing, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit that notification so when your two favorite idiots go live, you get to see it every single week. Spotify and iTunes gang, what's going on with you guys? How you guys doing today? Hit that follow button. So once again, you are notified every time we go live. We do really hope you guys like this kind of content. And if you have anything we can improve on or anything you didn't like about the episode, message us, follow the Instagram at Pesky Poll Podcast. Without further ado, you got anything else you want to say? Um, nah, not really. Nah. 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 We good. Nah. We, we good. Okay. <laughs> So, let's get right into it with the biggest thing that happened this week. During the middle of the Orioles game, or one of the Orioles games, we got news that two guys were walking back to the dugout, went down, packed up their stuff, and got boots to Tokus's, go to an actual decent team. Yeah. All right. We have... Please explain. Um, so, yeah. I know Chaim said that he was going to, like, make big moves, you know, the trade deadline, uh, which is nice to see compared to Dombrowski just sitting on his hands. Um, <laughs> but... Oh, last trade deadline, I oh. wanted to rip my hair out. Oh, my word. That was such a painful, painful Man. thing. To do. Um, anyways, no, so... Yep, we, tra- we traded Brandon Workman and Heath Hembry and Cash. And a player oh. to be named later. And a player to be named, yep. For... Nick Pavetta and Colin Siebold, right? Something I like think that. That was his name, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what what yeah. were your reactions when you? Because initially we had no idea who the hell these guys were, because yeah. it would be impossible for us to know about every farm system around the MLB. So we obviously did our research once we had the time. 
what did your research come up with? Uh, Pavetta's like what career ERA of like four or five. We're uh, like literally getting another Martin Perez, just younger. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but glorified. I kind of like that because Mark. We'll we'll get into our boy Martin Perez. We'll get yeah. into him. Yeah, yeah I yeah. need to lay off my slack on him a lot after. I am. Yeah, so there's that. And then I was actually way more excited. I am. I still am way more excited about Seabold. Like, that guy, he looks like he could be pretty good. And he, if I can remember correctly, they're projecting him in, like, 2021 to kind of break through, maybe to AAA or something like that. Yeah. Um, This trade's definitely for the future, but mm-hmm. it kills because we traded away our best closer. Not Not even, like, our best closer, our best bullpen pitcher next to Valdez. Um, and, it's and this guy's been a like, statement of this team ever since. Oh, yeah. She's been here a long time. Yeah, literally. Like, he won a ring in 13, and he won a ring in 18. And then it's like, all right, thank you for all that you do- you've you done. See ya. Peace. <laughs> Man, and I it feel... sucks because I liked Workman, and he had a I great breakout was... year last year. And... Henry was just kind of there. Henry was there. Uh, I'm not going to say that I hated him in any way because there was nothing that he really did except for the most recent game he pitched with the Red Sox. Yeah. He he kind of went on a sour note, kind of a yeah. proverbial middle finger to the Red Sox saying, you know what? Trade yeah. me. Lose, keep, lose, keep losing games. Trade me. But it's not like we're helping the team immediately. So mm-hmm. we are tanking. Yes. Oh, Big time. But, but it seems like the Phillies are a good fit now for um, Hembry because he went in. And his first game, I was listening to the game. He right. comes in the game and just throws two shutout innings. Whoa! Yeah. I'll That's put the crazy. final stat line future me. Put his stat line right about here. Yeah. Um, never do that again, please. Sorry. Um, and I get, yeah. like, I get the trade because... Philly was really aggressive for bullpen help. They needed it. So it's like their bullpen ERA before they made that trade was like an eight five. It was terrible. It was it was the worst in the majors. And like yeah, I saw a video that Heim put out, like basically explaining why the trade happened. He's like, We thought that like he's a, he, first of all he said Philly was very aggressive. You can listen to it again if you want. Like but he basically said Philly was very aggressive, and they were basically like, we're coming at you, and we want these two pitchers. What do you want in return? Mm-hmm. So then they didn't really give them a ton of time, I don't think, to like for us to think over like what we want. And Pavetta, I mean, we're going to take pitchers. We're not going to take anybody else. Yeah. We need all the pitchers we can get. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating, but mm-hmm. what scares me is, like, that trade went down, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, geez, well, like. Who's next? Who's on the chopping exactly. block? Exactly. Who's next? And- I've heard Bogarts. I've heard JD. Not, no, those names I don't like. Um, yep. And we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. I yeah. just want to say, um, because one of our guys, one of our rider dies on the Instagram. His Instagram yeah. at is JT Phone Home. All right, this dude, right. be liking every photo, be commenting on every story, be messaging us personally, asking us our opinions. Awesome. He asked me, he's like, he's like, yo, I love you guys' channel. What do you guys think of this trade? And at the time of the trade, I was at work. So I'm like, can't do my research right now. I'll yeah. let you know once I have my facts. So I said, 
Pavetta looks okay, but not great. At the major league level, he's never had before, below a four ERA and never had a 500 season. Usually it wouldn't scare me, but with the Red Sox always having one of the worst developing pitchers, they're mm. the worst at it in the league. This doesn't bring a lot of hope. Um, then I said, plus he's already 26 or 27. So he's yep. up there in age, not like he's a 23, 24-year-old kid that's just making his his way through. I do like that he's 6'5", though. Tall dude. Yeah. And tall pitchers are always good. Mm-hmm. Siebold, on the other hand, doesn't look too bad. 24 years old. Hits about a 3'5 ERA in the minors. Give him a year at the alternative site, maybe next year. Still down in AAA at Worcester. Worcester! Woo! Socks. Give him a little bit down there and see how he does. Like I said, I see quite a bit of potential in him. Yeah, I like that kid. Um, Mm -hmm. Pavetta, I think we're going to, I hope, he's going to, like, you know, be on the roster. Um, And, like, can make some sort of an impact. At this point, I'll take any impact, even if it's like I'll a take any impact. experiment. Yeah, like I'm not. I, too I wouldn't mad. mind seeing him start. Mm-hmm. I have an idea for what I would. If I was Renicky, if I was a coach Renicky, I would basically this is how you put a pitching staff together mm-hmm. for top five, for starting five. But like, yeah, I don't know. Man, there have been two people that. I don't know why I thought of this, but in this Red Sox organization, there have been two people that we thought would be decent to terrible mm-hmm. that actually end up being pretty damn good for us this whole season. Oh, yeah. And you know who those two people are. Oh, yeah. Say him. Evaldi? No. Oh, wait, wait. No? Ke- Kevin Pillar? Oh, you're talking about just the team in general. I was talking about pitching. Uh, oh, uh, no, Pilar. the second guy, second guy was pitcher. Yeah, we thought it was gonna be booty booty. Yeah, Martin. Martin. You know, so here's the thing, though. Here's my here's my last bit on this. When we got Pavetta, no, sorry, when we got Perez, mm-hmm. we we're like, oh great, great, we're we're spending six million dollars on this guy. All right, Perez has been everything the Red Sox, not everything the Red Sox has needed, but he's been a very solid pitcher. Yeah, and he's been. Good. Like, yeah. Good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, my thinking is hopefully Pavetta does the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we've said, like you said earlier, listen, he hasn't had an ERA above what, five, four? Oh, like I'm below four. Below four. Um, Which, I mean, so, there's definitely room for improvement. Like I said, yeah. he is 26, 27. There's mm-hmm. room for him to grow. It's not like this is his ceiling, but. Red Sox suck at developing pitchers. We but, all know this. Like, I mean, their look longest what happened, look what's pitcher, happened to But did they really develop that, or is that just him looking at That's his game in a new light? Because you yeah. got to remember, he sucked, basically, until he decided, hey, I'm only going to throw a cutter. I'm not going to throw a four-seam anymore. Mm-hmm. And ever since he made that change, he'd be going out here seven innings. Mowing down, guys. One-earned run. Something like that, yeah. And he got robbed that game. Because oh. somebody came in, I think it was Josh Taylor. Screw Josh Taylor. No, right? I think it was. Wasn't it Henry or no? No, no, no. That was after Henry. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what's that game, but speaking of, let's recap this week. Go from <laughs> go from Wednesday and the last game in the Phillies series, and talk to the people. All right. So, 
like I said, hey, I'll take one win. That's what I said last week. And then we got yeah. our win that night. Three, three wins. In six, a three. Bro. Yes. Put six, some three. On that name. Win against Philly. Seven to one, Baltimore. I love Eight that game. Eight to five, Baltimore. That game was okay because they almost blew the lead because of Josh Taylor. Or was it? I think it was. Let's Taylor. just blame Josh Taylor for everything. <laughs> no, I swear he came in and allowed like five runs. They were up eight nothing. Something like that. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the eighth inning, he allowed a three-run moonshot. And then we lost five four, which that was a close game. And no, no, the... no, 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 no. No, sorry, no. Sunday was the close game. Sunday was the close game. What are you gonna no, say that, about that five four game? You remember what happened? Sun uh, Saturday. Whatever the five four game was, yeah. There were two five four games. Whichever one went to extras. No. Actually, no, Saturday was the one. Saturday was okay. the one. So, they go in, and game tied 3-3. They had a 3-1 lead, and of course, this bullpen blew it, which what's surprising. So, they're going into the bottom of the 10th, or the bo- uh, top of the top of the ninth, top of the 10th, top of the 10th, top of the 10th. Tenth. Yes. Makes tenth. sense. Let's, <laughs> let's get this brain working. We've been up for 40 minutes now. We should be able to function. Yeah. So, top of the 10th. Runner on second, because that rule's still a thing, even though it's dumb. Walk. So now runners are on first and second. Walk. So now bases are loaded. Walk. So now a run scores, and you're up four to three. And you have bases loaded with nobody out. Yeah. And then you proceed to strike out, pop fly, and then ground out. I think that's what happened. Correct me if I'm wrong. At least something like that, yeah. It was something like that. They didn't score again. And I knew. And one of my coworkers, his name's Mike. He's a really good guy. Huge Red Sox fan, too. He's been straying away from baseball for a little bit, but I got him back into it. And we both we both work in the same section. And we're just sitting there listening to the game. I'll look from across the section. I'll be like, damn. <laughs> so um, I looked at him and I said, we ain't winning this. I knew with yeah. the runner on second, they would at least tie it, if not win. And then. Get the bases loaded, and that happened. That was kind of there. And they, they ended up base loading notes too, and then choked it. Yep. Man, the encouraging thing was the Sunday game. Didn't right? they lose that game? They lost that game, but... How was they... that encouraging? Listen, so the way the scoring happened, I believe... Uh, was so we scored one in the top of the first inning. We're like, awesome. Then we then, like, the Red Sox pitching, like I had asked, two solid frames. Bottom of the first, bottom of the second. Mm-hmm. They give up three in the bottom of the third. Okay. Alright. Thank you for that. And then <laughs> we got one back in the sixth. Gave up two in the seventh. So what is that? Five to two? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then our boy, your boy, JBJ, hit a two-run homer, top of the ninth. I was like, nice. JBJ had two games in a row. I know. He hit homers. That's my boy right there. Showing so, off that tiny bit of 10 push-up max power. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he'll be able to um, keep that rolling with the game tonight because he hits him in bunches. Hopefully. Um, yeah, so that was encouraging. They they fought back in the ninth and was 
one run away, and then they just kind of like lay down and they just kind of laid down and just said, "Okay, we'll take it. Just yep. pin us, pin us. One, two, three. Yep. Game so over." So that was it. But overall, definitely not a terrible week. Definitely not a nine-game losing streak. We had some watchable games. Yeah, we oh, had definitely. at least some games that I could listen to and I could say, "Okay, this is actually somewhat entertaining." Yeah, yeah. I'm not not doing too bad right now. No, that, but, that three-game winning streak hyped me up. Man, I was just like, are we actually competing? Because if you didn't know, our chances to make the playoffs during that three-game winning streak went from a 6.5% to a 12%. Man, I put, out, I put out a story on uh, the Instagram once we got that back, and I said, yeah. and I asked the question, what do you think, according to baseball reference, our, base, our postseason on probability is? Yeah. And everyone was just like, Zero. <laughs> Everyone has yes. no hope. Nope. I have no hope. But here's so two encouraging things. I believe it's yeah. JD figured himself out a little bit. He did. I was like, thank you. And it wasn't just because he hit a home run. Because he hit a two-run home run. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> I mean, it just was encouraging to see. Endeavors, same thing. He hit. Home runs. He's been like picking it up a little bit. I'm like, you know what? They just need. I I I strongly believe that some of those Red Sox players in that clubhouse listened to this podcast and heard me reaming about them, and they were like, "All right, we got to play better." Two favorite, God's perfect idiots, sitting here talking about them. They're like, you know what? If if they think I'm right, must be right. (laughs) I gotta step it up. Yeah. So thank you, JD. We know you personally watch. We're not going to go over how many people actually watch our podcast still. Yeah. But, but all we know is JD watches. All we know is JD watches and then shares it with the boys. That's yes. their club. That's their clubhouse. Um, clubhouse hype. Hype Speaking episodes. of the boy. Speaking uh, of the boy. The boy. The boy. I kind of flipped out on, what was it, Saturday? Uh, or is why? It Sunday. The Brewers released Brock Holt. The Did you see the, vi- you saw the video I sent you that Brock Holt posted? Yeah. He went full savage and said, gee, that didn't take long. I know. I love you, Griff. Hey, hey, 2021 draft. First overall, we're taking Griff. This like guy's got 20, power. Like, what year is he going to be eligible? Like 2038? Something like that. No, like 2034, somewhere around there. Yeah. He'll be coming right out of high school. He'll be the next Blaze Jordan, and we'll just have, like, two Joey Gallows on this team. It'll be, like, insane. Back to back, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) His – Amber and I went to a Sox game. It was the last game of the season last year. Mm -hmm. And we saw – like I said, we took a picture with JBJ, saw everyone running on the field taking a picture of people, saw Baby Griffin – yeah. He was at the game with Brock at the National Anthem. Right. Really? He was, like, on the field and, like, hanging out? Yeah. It's great. I love it. So, I still I remember watching Brock's last Red Sox game. And people are saying, because he wasn't straight up released. It was a DFA. Designated yeah. for time. Which means one of three possibilities can happen. They can either say, all right. We're releasing you. Go away. Adios. He, uh, there are four things, actually. 
he can be brought down to the minors if nobody takes him off of waivers. Or he can just be traded. And it's looking like it's going to be the fourth and he's just going to get traded to a contender for nothing. Or what's a little more likely is the Red Sox might sweep in and give us a little bit of that good old shot of nostalgia. You know how last week we were like, tank for Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Tank for Brock. Tank, tank for Brock. That's the Hashtag better than Benny. Hashtag tank for Brock. Um, <laughs> yeah, give him like, I don't know, Matt Hall. Something like that. <laughs> well, here's Here, take here's this. The here's the deal that I saw that I want to get your opinion on. Yeah. This is a this isn't a Brock Holt center deal, but this is a Brock Holt deal. All right. Matt Barnes and Brock Holt. Uh, Matt Barnes and Kevin Pillar for Brock Holt and prospects. Your thoughts? Depends on the prospects. Then we'd have to have Ryan Brazier close games. And <laughs> last time we checked, we didn't. Uh, we we don't like Ryan Brazier closing games. We don't like Ryan Brazier in a game. I think my heart just stopped, Ari. Look at what you've done. Oh, God. Hey. No, hey, here's what you do. Um, here's what you do. You get Matt Barnes the F up out of here because he hadn't been doing great at all the past, like, two seasons. You could still get at least some decent value for him because he's still an okay pitcher. You yeah. attach Kevin Pillar to there, who is a seasoned veteran, who we don't know if he's coming back next year. We love the guy. Yeah, it's Kevin freaking Pilar. Yeah, yeah. Made my clip of the week this week because he is an OG. Yeah, so Good. I assume we have the same clip, but whatever. We'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> that dude is not afraid to put his body on the line. Oh gosh, right? no. As he's a straight, he is the same mindset as JBJ. He's a straight dog. Kind of like uh, Johnny Gomes. Johnny Gomes didn't give two craps about you know. You mean like Hanley um, Ramirez, who was. Scared about the wall? Yeah, Hanley Ramirez thought that the Green Monster was the boogeyman. Yeah. Um, here's my thing. Here's what I think. All right. Keep Barnes, keep Pilar. What about Tristan, not Tristan Cassis, Bobby Dalbeck? Trade Dalbeck? Listen. No. Hit. No, listen. listen. No, no, no. Listen. No, no, no. Now is not the time to buy. Now is not the time to buy. I, we're not buying unless you say the only way I would trade Bobby Dahlbeck if it's if if it's for Clevenger. Ugh. I would never do that trade. Um, I would take Bobby Dahlbeck and Benny for Clevenger and prospects. That would be the trade I would do. I would not trade Bobby Dahlbeck, especially. When Moreland's leaving, and you could experiment with Chavis possibly running some second base next year, or maybe have Dahlbeck as your backup first baseman slash right fielder. So here's the thing. Uh oh. I don't think you really. I don't think people realize how stacked third base is. Or first base. No, third base. Bobby Dahlbeck is the third baseman who plays first base. We let Moreland leave. That's what I think. After this season, see ya. Thank you for what you did, but no. We love too Moreland. We love Moreland, but too much. Too much. Tristan Cassis has been called up to the uh, facility, whatever you call it. Yep. 
um, he looks good. You, I would say, Chavis is our first baseman, right? You trade for Brock, and if put him at second base, and put him at second him, base. Put him split time with Arauz and yep. Peraza. Exactly. Exactly. Which it looks like Arauz might be the second baseman. He might of be the future. Yeah, he's been looking good. Yeah, no, he's he's a really solid contact hitter, and I like the guy. Mm-hmm. But you you have two top prospects at third base who can play first base and whatever. One of those guys is going to have to come up. Yes. We also have Blaze Jordan, right? Which I'm just like freaking excited about. So it's look it's looking like. We have four great, four great third basemen, including Devers. So what do you do with one of them? One of them, like, we need something, okay? Brock Holt could be that spark. Brock Holt. Brock Holt's 32, my guy. Yeah, you keep him for one year, and then he's gone. And then you're like, all right, cool. Thank you for what you did. But, like, I don't know, man. I think that's what you do. I, I don't know if you trade Dahlback, but you trade some bigger prospect for Brock and other uh, prospects. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Man, um, I don't like the idea of trading Dahlback just yet. I'm saying once we it would get have to be a good trade. contender mindset, Yeah. so probably 2022 is when we trade him. We keep him for oh, 2021, yeah. and, we let, and we let him develop, bring him up to the majors, you know, give him some time, show yeah. teams, hey, this is our product. But we have this guy named Michael Chavis, who is really yeah. awesome and is very good looking. So we're going to keep yeah. him. <laughs> he is our first baseman for the future. Yes. That guy, that guy, that guy don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. And for those teams that need a first baseman that maybe have a star pitcher that might be looking to move. But not Clevenger. I will should... not take Clevenger. Clevenger has so much time to the point where you can keep him for the next three to four years without needing to give him a contract. He's he's irresponsible. Like, look what he did with the whole COVID thing. He broke that rule, and he's Man, like, sorry. He messed care. up He messed up once, all right? He I don't said, know. I'm not a huge fan of the guy. That's Okay, that's let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask okay. you this, okay? Did you say the same thing about Chris Sale? What do you mean? Chris Sale was a locker room menace in Chicago. You remember him yeah. not liking jerseys, so he decided to cut them all up? Yeah, but also at the same time, I didn't really like Moncada. Wasn't a fan of the guy, and I was like, hey, I'll, you know what? I'll take Moncada over, or I'll take Sale over Moncada. So you would take Dahlbeck over Clevenger? Yeah, actually. Okay. I can, I can, I can. Depending I can. on how, this is all hypothetical, depending on how he plays out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot that could go right or wrong. Yeah, true. With that. All right. Um, top three people that are most likely to get moved within the next, what is it now? Six days. Top three Pilar. people. Pilar's one. <laughs> I know. I know, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm man, not a fan of we've, it. We've it's become. Or JBJ. One of, those is, one of those guys is going to get traded, which uh, is sad. No. No, or you're pulling. I don't at the want either of them to go. You're pulling at the heartstrings. If JBJ goes, that's my second favorite team. All right, I'm saying that. If JBJ now. goes, then like, 
Here's the thing, though. I mean, I guess you could have Verdugo play center because he has he's phenomenal. All those guys are center fielders. <laughs> yeah, well, not, not Benny. Well, actually, no, Benny is a center fielder, kind of. Pilar J- was JD is not center fielder. Yeah, Doogie is center fielder. That yep. we said, hey, we kind of had that dude, you know, that Mookie guy that played right. Go, go, do what he did, but better. Yep. So I don't know, man. Is I assume Mitch is on the chopping block too, right? Nah. No. In my top three guys that are going to be moved, um, Matt Barnes number one, JD number two, Pilar number three. Top three least guys that are likely to be moved. Benny. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There's no value in him. They're not gonna. It's just like you're. Oh, that's true. I I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not okay. like it's not like we're dealing with. It's like we're dealing with stocks and bonds right now. Yeah. You don't sell; it's low. You buy when it's low. So you're buying in on Benny right now, and you're saying, "Look, get better by the off season, so we can get your butt to an actual team." Yeah. Um, Devers and Bogarts, they're not moving. Saying that right now, they're not moving. Next week, if they are moved, I will cry. I don't even know, like if. If if Bogarts moves, and this would be the time if Heim wanted to move him, would be now because next year he gets to, he gets to choose if he can veto a trade. Yes. If they trade Bogey, I'm gonna lose my mind. Man, because you trade the well, face of the not. franchise, Mookie. Mookie. Okay. We love. Him. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you no, for that, Don Brasky. No, thank you. No, no, I, that, that's sarcasm, bro. And that wasn't Don Brasky, that was Han. Um, Don Brasky! Uh, um, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, no. But, um, no, I would I would be very mad at Han. Like, it better be, like, the next Tatis we're getting. Or something. Like, I don't know, man. For me, yeah. number one, Pilar. You know, I think that guy's going to be shipped. I think, I don't see why you wouldn't ship Mitch. Mm-hmm. Um, 340, seven homers, 18 ribbies. Damn. 53 at-bats. I did not guy, know he was up at a 340. He's a 340. He is, he is carving it up. That Damn. guy. Mitchy Moonshot. Mitchy Moonshot. Or Jackie. Although, mm-hmm. no, no, what, no. Well, maybe. I mean, Jackie's yeah. kind of catching a hot streak. It depends if teams need defense. They need exactly. defense. They are knocking on the Red Sox door right now and being like, please, I beg you. Uh, how long have we been recording for? Only you can see it, not me. Half hour, bro. Half hour. We're at the 30-minute point? The 30-minute okay. point. Okay, so let's go into talking about the Red Sox aren't really entertaining to watch. <laughs> Let's, yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely frank here. The Red Sox games are a little more on the boring side than they are usual because you kind of know the outcome before yeah. it's gonna happen. You have so, the sickening feeling before the game. There's a 70-30 chance we're gonna lose this game. There is a 31% chance we're gonna win this game, and those yeah. odds are inflated. We'll say. Yeah, oh yeah. But so I wanted. Better, so I want to ask. Okay. You're yep. lounging about. 
let's say Sunday afternoon, right? Okay. Just get back from church. You got nothing going on for the rest of the day. You just hanging back and relaxing. Yeah. Who are you turning on? What other team are you turning on to watch some high energy, high impact baseball? Where maybe it's that, maybe it's I don't know this end outcome of this game, and it's going to be a close game either way, so it's going to be entertaining. Up to you. I think two teams. Two? Yep. No, check it. Three. Three. Uh, number one, San Diego. Mm. They're a crazy team. Like, six Grand Slams, six or four? Five and six games. Five and six games. Four and four days. Four and four days. Those guys are mashing the ball. Like, I don't know. That team, number one. Number two, I'd probably watch, um, I don't know, maybe uh, Baltimore would be interesting. No, check that. Baltimore is my third. Second would be Dodgers. Oh, okay. I can um, see that. Kind of sticking with West Coast. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? No, that's that's what I usually do is, you know, I'm putting on the Sox game until mm. about 11, 11 o'clock is when they usually end. And yeah. then after that, I'm checking on a West Coast game till about midnight, one in the morning, you know, listening to some Dodgers, some Giants or some Mariners when nothing else is on because. Ugh. So my yeah. biggest team that I love to listen to. Would actually be the athletics. Surprisingly, that. at yep. the beginning, at the beginning mm-hmm. of this year, we're looking at championship odds, and the athletics were tied with the Twins, I mm-hmm. think, and we were yep. mad about that. Or they were tied with the Braves, and we no, were mad Braves. about that because we said we said the athletics weren't as good as the Braves, but they've been better. They've been much better. They're the best team in baseball record-wise. And their games, I tune in, and I'm like, are they actually going to win again? Is this just a hot streak, or is this going to keep going on for the rest of the season? Is this team legit? I need to know. I need to listen to the games. And their games are high-impact, high-energy, you know, throw yeah. right to the face baseball. Like, their games are so, nuts. Love it. Oh, they're they're a crazy team. And they're, like, they're they're so close to, like, on the cusp of, like, a – of a uh, championship, just like they need to go hard, hard. Fire. They need like oh. they need like one better starting pitcher, and they can yes. do it. Probably. You think they could get Clevenger? I don't know. You know what? They're making a push. Um, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about the Athletics. Every single year, every single year. So I well, no, I well, yes, but also like I look at them and I'm like, yeah, yeah, not a postseason team, not a postseason ah. team. They're barely and a wild then, card last year, like. In the middle of nowhere, they're like, oh, hey, we're here. And it's like, oh, hi. It, it, it's like that Office episode where, like, where uh, someone sneaks up behind Dwight. And th- Dwight's like, what the heck? Huh. So it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I, that's exactly me in the athletics. I'm like, where did you come from? And then I realize, look at the stats. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Matt Chapman, the next Josh Donaldson, probably a better defender, though. Matt Olson. Matt Olson's a crazy guy. Manea, Manaya, Sean Manaya. Semyon, Canna, those guys are insane. Man, they're, they just they got crazy, sneaky bro. good. They got oh, sneaky yeah. good. I I have full respect for the team. I like that team. And if I'm saying if is if there's a possibility they don't make the playoffs. Um 
or they make the playoffs. If the Red Sox don't make the playoffs, which is highly, highly likely, I will probably yeah. be rooting for the Athletics just because I like seeing that story unfold. You know, I would. So I've done uh, rebuilds on MLB the Show. Mm-hmm. I did a rebuild with them and I won the World Series in like a year. <sighs> I literally made like two chain like trades. I yeah. like traded for Yastrzemski, and I traded for I think a pitcher, and that was it. Like mm-hmm. they, they they were they were good. I was like, nice. man, I tried doing the Orioles. I went, <laughs> I went five years in. Yeah. Got Mookie, traded Mookie for Christian Yelich, and still never made the playoffs. Wow, I I think I won the World Series with the Marlins. Man, after we after finish recording, I gotta show you the team. But yeah. clip of the week. Oh boy, um. Yeah, it's either Pilar. Uh, that was a crazy catch. I couldn't stop watching that catch. Or which one? He had two back to back nights. Sliding catch. The Foul diving catch. Diving catch. And then I think it was the next day he or took the a day beating. before. Oh he my ran god! Into, he ran into the wall. You know, no regard for his wall. personal like, safety. This guy, if there wasn't, like, thank goodness. Future me be like rolling that. these as we're talking. I'm sorry, I had to remind myself. It's uh, all good. <laughs> Thank goodness he's not playing left because he would break a shoulder. Oh, he him. would, he would run to that wall at eighteen he would miles per hour and just like give it a hug. Yeah, bro. Like he and like even Johnny Gomes, <laughs> those guys would be like pounding the wall. Man, I love Johnny uh, Gomes. Johnny That's Gomes such a great comparison. I never thought of. Oh yeah, yeah so definitely. Hopefully I was hopefully I was sitting here running those. Um, then after that. I didn't get any DMs this week, mainly because I forgot to make a post about it. I was supposed to make a post last night while I was at work, and then I had break, and then I took a nap during my break. We're not going to talk about it. I I apologize. We'll be be back in the DMs next week. Finally, drop the phone, because we have, hopefully, I'm I'm, I'm trusting you here. I'm trusting me, too. (laughs) Welcome, you guys, to our favorite part of the episodes please welcome the people welcome um so yeah the red Sox are not doing good you're not gonna you're not gonna say what the part of the episode is we're just gonna welcome something they probably don't know <laughs> are right, you gonna you gonna explain yeah. what we're doing uh, here or give me a sec give me a sec, give me a sec. welcome to ari's takes thank you uh there you go sorry about that I, um yeah, the Red Sox aren't good. No. Um, so I've been trying to find other things to occupy my time with, right? What the heck? The Bruins? Like, yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, I'm excited. They, I've, never, I've never been too, too much of a hockey guy. I'm not a like, huge hockey guy either, but they're so fun to watch. Like, I watched when they were in the Stanley Cup, and I was like... Yes. Oh yeah, that seven game series. Oh, I was so upset when they lost that, bro. I was like, "You serious, really?" Man, and they were coming back too. They just needed more time. Yep. That's all I needed was more oh, yeah. time. That's all. I mean, freaking Bruins, like they're 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 crazy. Um, and aren't the Celtics in the playoffs too? The Celtics just swept. Bring out your brooms, Philly. Adios. Go home. See yeah. you. Next year, we're immediately after the Celtics whooped up on the 
um, Sixers. They fired yeah. their coach. I saw that. Make hard moves this offseason. We're going to see the process try and be trusted again. It's going <laughs> to fail again. And life is good for the Celtics. Now we got to take on the now I got to take on the Raptors, who are very, very good. Yep, they're scary. Um, they always and we are. Still but... have Gordon Hayward, RIP to his ankle, which is taking a oh, beating. That he probably is next to like Tatum, like the obvious guys. He's probably like one of my favorite players to watch. Really? Yeah. Honestly, okay. it's either you know who mine is. Smart. You know who mine is. Yep. Mac is smart. He had a great steal. It was in. Oh yeah. Clutch time of game three. Right, Joel Embiid tries to make a kick out to the corner. Marcus Smart jumps out of nowhere, catches the ball before falling on his back, throws a dime to Jalen Brown, who gets the easy dunk. That was yeah. one of the best steals I've seen him make. Just his heart, he's his an tenacity. He's he's Man. crazy. Oh, by the way, so, yeah. um, I gotta show you a video because I ended up um I don't know, I do not say I met him, but I saw him at a Celtics game. Brian Scalabrini, the White Mamba. I was gonna say because I feel like I've heard that name before. Oh my god! Okay, I'll I'll show you a clip because he's like one of the things. Oh, we'll I'll say this and then we'll cut the episode. Yeah. One of the things that he said is after the 08 finals, he was at a press conference, right after they won the championship. He was at a press conference and somebody's like, "You didn't play a single minute of these finals, <laughs> and yet you're sitting here holding the trophy. How do you feel?" And he's sitting there like, I don't really care because in five years, my kids will forget about the finals and I could say I had some playing time. In 10 years, mm. I could tell them I started. And in 20 years, I can tell them I won the finals MVP. And who the hell is going to care about the 2008 finals in 20 years? <laughs> oh, man. That Brian guy. Scalabrini is a legend. <clears throat> yeah. I love that's, that that's guy. Hilarious. I never heard that story. All right. You got anything else you want to tell the that's people? That's it. All right. That's it. God bless you guys for making it yep. this far in the episode. We love you. We got a ride or die. So I know watch our episodes. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Roll that out your music once again. Huge thank you. We will see you guys next time. Peace.